0: Here's Angelique Park from Simonis and Storm. The 3.7% year-on-year growth rate in the second quarter of this year signifies... A notable slowdown compared to the previous quarter's robust 5.3% growth. To put this into perspective, it's the slowest rate of economic expansion since the first quarter of 2021. Once we factor in the revised figures for 2022, this growth is especially commendable considering the high base effect, whereas the second quarter of last year grew by 8.5%. This suggests that the economy has maintained a degree of resilience in the face of changing circumstances. In nominal terms, the GDP of the second quarter of this year reached 58.6 billion, indicating an increase compared to the first quarter of this year. The driving forces behind the growth in the second quarter of 2023 were similar to those in the first quarter of 2023, including sectors such as mining, utilities, transport, wholesale and retail, and hotels and restaurants. The mining sector has played a pivotal role in maintaining this momentum, even with the exceptional high-base growth in the second quarter of last year. Subsectors within the mining include diamond mining, uranium mining... Metal ores, mining, and other mining and quarrying all contributing positively to this growth. However, not all s- sectors fared as well. The agriculture sector witnessed a substantial contraction both in real and nominal terms with a significant 27.2% decrease. This was primarily driven by a sharp decline in crop farming compared to the previous year, marking the sector's most significant decline since the second quarter of 2019. Additionally, the fishing sector, which typically contributes positively to GDP, contracted due to a more substantial decline in horse macro landing compared to the growth in hake. In the financial services sector, there has been a concerning trend of four consecutive tra- contractions driven by reduced deposits and diminished credit uptake by both businesses and individuals. This could indicate underlying issues in the financial sector that need addressing for sus- sustained economic growth. However, our local banks are still performing well, which is unlikely to have a deteriorating effect in the short term. One of the most intriguing aspects of the data is the persistent inflationary pressures which have continued to erode the real value of employee compensation, contributing to contractions in public administration. Inflation is a complex issue that impacts various aspects of the economy and addressing it effectively is crucial for long-term stability. When we look at the GDP per capita, it has rebounded to pre-pandemic levels, reaching about 15,000 per capita. This indicates that economic output has increased at a faster pace than population growth, which is generally a positive sign. However, the issue of high unemployment remains a Concern. It's important to consider that certain sectors like the mining and manufacturing may be capital intensive and might not create as many jobs as one would hope. Additionally, high-skilled projects driving economic activity may not effectively utilize the local unskilled labor. When analyzing the expenditure approach to GDP, we observe that government spending and net investment contributed positively to GDP growth, but on the other hand, private contributions Consumption expenditure and net exports exerted downward pressure. Interestingly, private spending showed resilience by increasing on a quarterly basis, despite rising living costs and interest rates. This suggests that individuals and households are still willing to spend, which can be crucial for economic growth. Foreign direct investment reached an all-time high of $54.2 billion in the second quarter, maintaining net investment levels close to those recorded in 2022. This is a positive sign for economic growth as improved economic growth rates can support tax revenues and it can also enhance tax collections now that NAMRA has also increased their efficiency, benefiting public spending in 2023. However, the performance of net exports continues to weigh on GDP. The weakness of the RAND exchange inflates the import bill more than export earnings, even though the weaker RAND can benefit export earnings as most exports are sold in US dollars. This is a risk to our import bill because we have to pay more for goods due to the weakening RAND. As global commodity prices are decreasing, we are thus at risk of not enjoying lower prices. One promising development is the recent surge in uranium prices reaching an all-time high. and This is expected to contribute significantly to export revenue, positively impacting the trade balance. However, the overall picture for trade balance improvement depends on various factors, including the behavior of the RAND exchange rate and global commodity prices. In summary, there are positive aspects to the economic performance in the second quarter of this year, such as the rebound in GDP per capita and increased foreign direct investments. Challenges like high employment and persistent inflation pressures persist, sustainable economic growth beyond. The initial post-pandemic recovery will require comprehensive policy measures and ongoing efforts to address these issues. The sentiment has improved, driven by prospects in the green hydrogen and oil and gas sectors. However, sustaining this positive outlook will depend on tangible progress, reforms and forward-thinking strategies to ensure the economy continues on a growth trajectory.